Has your local footy club had a recent clangor or challenge? Well, Amy is here to help. The Amy Clangers for Good competition is back for 2024. This year, Amy are donating $10 for every clangor recorded during the AFL season with eight community clubs in the chance to win up to $15,000. If you want your club to go into the running in 100 words or less, tell us how Amy can help your club bounce back from a recent challenge. Enter now at amy.com.au forward slash clangers for good. That's amy.com.au forward slash clangers for good. T's and C's apply. KO's got you covered for this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play. AFL, here we go. Carlton versus Melbourne with no ad breaks during play. That is going to be an absolute banger. Last time these two uh, got together, well, not the last time, when I was there, I kicked three. Freo versus Swans, live with no ad breaks during play, exclusive in Victoria. And the Hawks versus Saints, live with no ad breaks during play, is going to be an absolute blockbuster. It's a must win for both of these teams. And don't forget the NBA playoffs. Gee whiz, they are going off at the moment. So many big games to mention, and they will be absolutely enthralling. Watch every game live with both Eastern and Western conferences live with ESPN on KO. There's absolutely plenty of room for everyone, so get on board with KO. Now also available on Hubble. Hey guys, welcome to this bonus little episode, a little more green special episode with Kieran Nolan uh, from Teed Up Podcast, which is a great, great golf podcast. Q is an absolute star. Uh, Ali Tarai, my good friend Ali, that I went to the Open with last year. CEO and founder of Future Golf, which is doing incredible things. Make sure you check out Future Golf if you want to sign up for a membership. 30% off when you use the code MORGREENS. And also, Shawnee Boy, big big Sean from uh, from the team, who's av- actually an avid golfer as well, knows his, knows his stuff. We thought we'd jump in and do a bit of a pod. Um, just talking about the upcoming uh, British Open, which obviously you know we went over to last year, which was incredible. So I just wanted to highlight... What's happening over there? Talk about the Australians playing and then a little bit of golf chat, which was sort of cool. So, yeah, let us know if you enjoyed it. Um, it was just something we're trying out. And if you like more of it, um, yeah, we can definitely do some more. So, good luck, everyone. Ely XX. Yes, welcome back to the, hey, the first official More Greens Teed Up Future Golf SD Workshop podcast. Oh, bloody exciting. Welcome. exciting. Short title. Yeah, I yeah. Love it. so yeah. it's a working title. Uh, Q-Stick, how are you, my boy? Well, Dill, thanks for having me up. It's uh, always a pleasure to, to Never be in the producer's studios. Never a chore in the producer's mm. studios, especially a week out from the open. I'm, beam- I'm beaming, mate. You are beaming, aren't you? I Can't can see wait. it in your face. Yeah. You're looking good with that body fit eight-week challenge. Yeah, no, I've missed a couple <laughs> of weeks, but been inconsistently consistent, so that's good. A bit like your golf game. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, good, good joke. Wow. Well, <laughs> oh, 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 so, no. so, yeah. uh, Ali, yeah. how are you, my mm, friend? I don't know, but what to do with that? Man? <laughs> <I'm not sure. laughs> just rather be in Scotland or yeah. wherever we were last year watching the Open, but no, this works. You're this looking good, good, man. You're oh, looking thanks. fit as well. Yeah. You, you're right. Yeah, you're just not eating much. Yeah, haircut. <laughs> Beard trim. Little, yeah. Yeah, little, you're had a little good. bit of a shave um, earlier today. This time last year, yourself and I were in Scotland. We were. We were in the motherland of golf, St mm. Andrews Golf Course. It was start of our bromance. Yeah, bromance. We'll get into that later on. Talk about that when we talk about the conditions and the feel and the vibes yeah. but um yeah so i've day shawnee how are you this is I'm your this is your second well. podcast man oh. second part <laughs> talk, <laughs> talk some golf we're moving out of the footy space already so we're talking some golf a little bit more comfortable than that darcy uh, offline can you just yell out like it's sean's first week and he's already done two podcasts is, it, is he getting ahead of himself yes <laughs> thank you darcy he demanded i call him the horse when i walked no, in no it's big sean big sean i've realized no, okay. it's big sean because like the rapper big sean mm, yeah okay bounce back both work Heard that song? Yeah. No. Okay. If you're still with us, we're talking about the <laughs> Open um, today. We're going to talk a bit about golf, talk a bit about preview the Open and what's been happening and what's going to happen in Liverpool. 
um, which we're really excited about. Obviously, we've all got connections to some some players, but we're interested. We went there last year. We love our golf, so I thought we'd have a bit of fun, um, golf chat, the Open, and then also talk about the one thing that I really care about when it comes to golf, but what fashion we like in yeah, golf at the end, deal. which is which is big. But Q-Stick, I'm going to run it over to you, mate, because you're the hostess with the mostest. <laughs> yeah, big, big, big week coming up in the world of golf, especially for the Aussies. There's 10 teeing it up at, at Hoy Lake at Royal Liverpool. Uh, it's not actually in Liverpool, this golf course, about 15 k's out of Liverpool in a little town called Hoy Lake. Um, an amazing property. It's the 13th time that the Open's been held there. So... Uh, back in 2014, Rory McIlroy, that was the last year he won a major for RMAC. So it's been a while, nine years since the great man's won. He's in good form too, so we should see that. But Australia's got a really rich history there, which we can touch on. Um, Ten winners over over time. Peter Thompson's won it five times. Now, anyone who knows Victoria Golf Club, and I know, Dill, you won the Australian Open there last year I in the pro I won the pro there. <laughs> Let's go, buddy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Coyote on the first. So that, big, it, well, that big statue that would have seen you make that birdie, that's Peter Thompson. I think so. they're putting mine next to it. I think they are. <laughs> yeah. I think they've just yeah. replaced it. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. um, that might be a Cheltenham. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a Cheltenham. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, okay. That's okay. Yeah, so, so Peter Thompson's run it five times, and he did win it once at, at Royal Liverpool back in 1956. Um, Greg Norman's won it twice, Ian Baker Finch, Ken Nagel, and obviously we'll get into it, but Cam Smith is the most recent winner in last year. So really rich history for, for such a small country, um, and it, we've got 10 chances this year to win it, so bloody exciting stuff. Just on um, it as well, how I went to obviously Europe for the first, uh, to London, sorry, for the first time last year, and I was amazed, and I know this is obviously a very, very... Uh, silly thing to say but I was just amazed how far away Liverpool actually was from London like I think it's a four four hour <laughs> drive is it yeah it's four like hour drive? everything good in that area so is far really away. far like Manchester Liverpool yeah I was like oh, close. I'm just going to go to London I'll go <laughs> visit every soccer team like you would in Australia you know, you know like Collingwood Carlton Richmond so close whereas Liverpool like it's actually quite a, a distance away I'm just thinking from the travelling aspect it's similar to going to um, to St Andrews with the fact that like, it was a four-hour train from mm-hmm. there to go to Edinburgh as well, which is, yep. yeah, it's pretty cool, which is uh, has absolutely no relevance, but I just thought yeah, I'd uh, yeah. bring that up. There's, yeah. there's distances between things. Yeah, there that's, is. That's yeah, really you can't just go <laughs> things uh, there. Have you ever been to Liverpool? Anyone? No, never before. I have, yeah. did a conference there a few years ago. It's a really yep. cool town. Um, I always just link it to Harry Kuehl and yep. the sort of football and, yeah, awesome, awesome spot, good people. Yeah. What's it like? Like, is it big? Is it a? Is it like the Geelong, or is it like a lot bigger than that? Yeah, like I think it's, it's a, yeah, a little bit of a smaller city. Yeah, but still pretty sizable. And then all I remember, I was only there for a couple of days, and it was like a, just a cool sort of river that headed out there. But yeah, what would the vibe like, be like going into it, like with that town? Because remember how hard it was to get accommodation over in yeah. Saint Andrews. Like, would that be just buzzing with everything? Will it be as big as what it was in Saint Andrews? Do you think? I reckon it'd be similar yeah. sort of thing. Like Saint Andrews is obviously just a massive draw card mm. for the Open. It is the the golden child I'd say but yeah especially last year which was the 150th Open at St Andrews which is I mean yeah. a special win that's obviously an enormous one mm. so yeah. Yeah. did you go to All Days deal or were you well we did we did mm. actually we went to All Days like you know the one thing that was craziest about St Andrews as well was how crazy was it like you know normally golf courses like intertwine mm. on each other so you sort of like walk around and you'll be like on the 7th and then on the 14th and they're a bit like everywhere whereas when we're at St Andrews I was like, oh, I'm on the the six, and I, I was like, oh, okay, so I could just cut across. It's like you have to walk six k's in one direction, yeah. so it's like wow. one, it's like nine straight holes up, all the way up. out, then nine holes all the way back, which was just mental. Yeah. But yeah, we went to all the days. Obviously, had a really good time. I don't know if we want to recap that now first or 
No, I reckon we talk about Hoylake and yeah, I reckon a we bit do. of history of the golf course and, and sort of some of the history that's been made there. Um, over the last sort of 20 years, there's been two majors there, so two opens there. We'll go back to 2006, which is one of the most famous majors of all time. Um, Tiger Woods wins his third Claret Jug. He hits one driver for the whole tournament. So he got around with a two iron. So it was a baked out Hoylake. So what that means for people, for the layman out there, was bloody tough, like really hard and rock solid. So the ball was just running out a mile. This is a really tight golf course. So you've got to be super accurate, um, very unforgiving. Heaps of rough. If you go in it, you're cooked. So keeping it in play was the, the play from Tiger. He didn't go in one fairway bunker for the whole four days um, and one, yeah, he, he's... He's uh his third claret jug, so hit eighty five point seven percent of fairways, wow. which is bullshit. Must um, be nice, unbelievable stuff. From from it was an absolute iron masterclass from the goat. Um, you know, it's an anomaly. I don't think we'll ever see it again, um, especially with modern tech like those two irons and things these days go. Like even in the last sort of thirteen years since that's or twenty years since that's yeah. been nearly, um, the technology's come a long way. So that'll be cool and. Last winner there, so talking about McElroy, he won wire to wire back in 2014. So he, from start to finish, got the W. Um, he hits the ball a phenomenally long way, and he's not known really for his accuracy. So for him to win there in the way he did, he from lead, lead to start, from start to finish was unbelievable. Ricky Fowler was right up his clacker too. So they're both probably in the Big top Rick five. Big Rick playing play. well too. Mm. It's going to be unbelievable. So I'm yeah. interested to see what he wears because yeah. yeah. he's known for the exuberant sort he of is. like I, I, the final my, day orange. Yeah, the orange. I love the orange yeah. full, full. I think money talks. He needs to bring it back on the final day. <laughs> it still needs to be yeah. the full orange regardless of what he's, you know, the age group he's at now. I, I like, never, maybe do the hair a little different or something. Bring not, back maybe not the flat peak. Yeah. Like he can sort of do it up a little bit. But I love it. Can I ask you guys a question because in all seriousness, you all three of you are very good golfers. Q, what are you off at the moment? Four? About six. Six? Yeah, I'd boil that Shawnee's off six and you're off eight? Yeah, around there. Good yeah, part. eight. So I'm off around there too. <laughs> but in when it comes, you were saying before about Tiger hitting a two iron off the tee and didn't need a driver. Why is why would you do that? Oh, well, it's more for control. Like the bunkers there are so penalising. If you go in and they're really deep and they're riveted. Mm. So if you, you know, you're cooked if you're in them and you, you can have two or three out and that, it's like a, penal, a stroke penalty to go into a fairway bunker yeah, right. at these golf courses. So it was just a smart play, keep it in play, and just backed in his short game. He's a phenomenal iron player, best player of all time. Yeah. Um, so he just backed his ability and went, I'm going to play it this way. And it was never seen before, really. Um, and I don't think it'll ever be seen again to that level. In I mean, fairness, I'd say that his two iron probably went further than most guys' drivers yeah, in 2006 exactly right. as well. Yeah. So he wasn't really sacrificing too much <laughs> no. distance. No. I think even a little bit off topic, but when he played in the President's Cup at Royal, that's when he played so well. Because all everyone was bombing drivers everywhere. And he yeah. said, boys, hold back. You know, hit some two irons, hit some three woods. Yeah. And that's what it turned it around for the US, especially at Royal. Yeah, he's so cool. I um, love, like, just my little bit of Tiger that I, I sort of copy is uh, <laughs> a lot of things about his game that's very similar to mine. Yeah, yeah. But the one thing I love the most as an amateur golfer that is just so dumb is like, oh, I'm going to go like pin hunting here and go for it. It's like if Tiger Woods just goes for the middle of the green, I can go for the middle of the green. And that's like changed my game so much like I will be honest like from trying to like hit like a pin in the back right corner just going just put it in the fucking middle of the like you don't have that much control anyway just aim for the middle and it might just slice that way anyway and just go for it so I really like that yeah well we might take that on Saturday yeah, do you reckon you would yeah, use that? Yeah. yeah. Well, well that's Brooks mine and his advice. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's how Brooks Kafka's won four mate just, just hits the middle of the green and yeah. puts everything and holds, holds a few putts like you know it's not a perfect it's pretty easy if you think about it well, it, it isn't, it isn't, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> in theory, it makes perfect sense. Pardon? Can Brooks win? Oh, he can win, of course. He's yeah. a freak. 
Um, and he's played a lot of to- a lot of golf in on the DP World Tour before. He mm. is the Brooks Kepka that we know and see now. He he spent a lot of time in Europe playing golf. So yeah, I don't know. I love the, the, these um, events as well. Obviously with the the British Open that you know when we were there last mm. year, that it was sort of like one of the first sort of events when. Um, the livid started mm. to come in and it was the first time these guys were like sort of coming together and it was like <laughs> you, you could really feel the tension there like, the it green. was actually awesome yeah. like you're walking out to watch on the putting greens and you've got like tiger and like cam smith and you know at that stage no one knew what he was doing and then you've got players that have signed with um you know brooks and that were there that had signed with and like, they weren't yeah. talking like it the was, tension you, they, cut, it yeah, was you cut it with a knife or it was seriously there yeah. like it was so cool it's yeah. so odd yeah, um, and it's amazing that it's all come to a fruition now that Rory was actually the catalyst behind getting them all back together again when he was the most. Is that uh, what happened? Yeah, so there's a bit this week. We won't go into the politics of it, but um, yeah, they got him in a room with the big dog from the PIF and really, yeah. So there wow. we go. The big dog from where? Oh, uh, the Saudis. So, really? so the chairman, yeah. And Rory, R- Rory was. Oh, uh, they chatting- just they was just trying to work out a way that everyone can sort of get along with the world of golf because Live in unison. Yeah, yeah I like. That. I guess the the Saudi fund had all the money and they could essentially over time just run the world of golf because they've got the cash to do it so why not side with them and grow together i still that whole situation has burnt rory for me forever i think like the way he handled himself like i I don't really care at all but i was just like mate shut up like you're earning all this money because you're Rory mcelroy this is good for like golf this is going to expand the game 50 you know world number 50 down or number 100 down they're going to get opportunities yep. like you can't say that you, them staying here is going to be better for them it's not so I'm wrapped with what's happened um, in that space yeah. to be completely honest you did so see what cool. he said last week though that if what he has to he... play in live events he'll retire we'll fucking retire <laughs> <laughs> like, shut the fuck up <laughs> so I think he might still be a little you, bit salty with how that all played out okay I'm off 16 Rory but just take my advice worry about winning a major mate like as you said the last time he won one was what 9 years ago 2014 yeah Shut um, up. Well, how relaxed are you if you're Cam Smith and the guys have just cashed in a couple it's hundred so million good. dollars and then and you're back, back on the top? It's like, oh, what a what a couple of year holiday we just had. Was and- there anyone there that was like nearly go, but then they didn't, and now they're in the same, and they're like, oh, fuck, yeah. I probably should have well, gone. Yeah. Hideki Matsuyama got offered the same numbers as Tiger, which is over nearly half a billion dollars, <laughs> and he stayed loyal because he's the biggest golfer out of Japan, so their, wow. mar- their golf market's huge, and if Liv could have infiltrated that... But he turned it down. So he's probably the one who's probably licking his wounds the most. But well, Will, Will Zelatoris was a similar boat. <sighs> yeah. And the sad thing for his story is, I mean, he turned down the money and now he's injured, I believe. Yeah. yeah and that must be a bit of a kick. Well, he hasn't played since pretty much Liv came in with a bad back. So, mm. But one of the great things about Liv, and I'll talk about him in a minute, one of the Aussies, Trav Smythe, he qualified through one of the international series, which is the qualifier for Liv last year. And that's, he talks about it in the podcast with me last week, mm. how it's just freed him up. So he's with Liv? He's, no, he played. He qualified to play with Liv. He's been played the first three events. So oh, it's yeah. like a promotion relegation yes. at the start. So it's just freed him up financially. He won in the first mm. teams event ever. Um, about a million bucks over a year for or 800,000 bucks, whatever he won. Don't quote me on that. But like that's he, he talks about the mental freedom that yeah. having cash in his pocket oh, does. For a young golfer in that nature as well, getting that money behind you. Yeah, he talks about the hate as well that he coughed on Twitter. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> Absolutely abused for people for selling out. But, um, you know, you can't blame a bloke like that. And yeah. now he's qualified for his first major and it's so cool to see him do it. But, um, awesome. yeah, it's been good for the game. I, I loved it. I went to Adelaide. The vibe was unbelievable. Mm. Um, would go back in a heartbeat. It was so yeah. much fun. The shadow I missed that one in all honesty. Oh, oh, me f- too. <laughs> yeah. It was so fun. I know That's probably I their best that. one so far, right? It made. Well, I think it put them on the map yeah. to where they wanted mm. to get to. Like Fisher, it makes sense when you've got stuff. so many Aussies yeah. playing in that tour, and 
Like, we don't get those players really at the regular events no. because they're never going to come out altogether. Yeah, it was so yeah, it's huge for awesome. Australian golf. Definitely. Yeah. Well, we can talk about the Aussies that are playing this yeah. year. There's 10 of them. Absolutely. Um, mm. Now, we'll, we'll, we'll leave Cam Smith to, to the end and chat about what you guys witnessed last year, which was unbelievable. But we'll start with Min Woo Lee. Um, who's won a couple of times on the DP World Tour and out loves playing golf over in Europe. Hot favourite this week at the Scottish Open, uh, which is currently being played. Um, he's had pretty couple, his best finish in the major was the tied fifth at the US Open just recently. So he's su- in super good form, super relaxed. He's getting a heap of air time, which I think someone like Min, it's going to really pump him up. I think so too. Yeah. I mean, even like the GQ article, which is just for him, that would be awesome, right? <laughs> yeah. Going a GQ feature. Yeah. 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 What are they called? It's like the... Mock neck. The mock neck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Hillbilly swag yeah, or something yeah, like that. Ridiculous. He's owned it. Yeah. And they're calling him like the young tiger as well. Like with, with his two iron and stingers he can hit. So the course sets up for someone like me to play really, really well. So excited to see what he can do. Um, we'll talk about Trav Smythe, the fellow I was just talking about, who played Liv. Um, qualified for his first ever major. Um, he's a 27-year-old. Um, he qualified via the Asian Tour, where a top three got through at the World City Championships in Hong Kong in April. He's an absolute ripping fella. He's a great follow on Instagram as well. He has a massive coffee addiction. Okay. Um, I've seen the coffee concept. Yeah, yeah. Wow. so he does all the home brewing and things like that. So he's a Quite great, calming, great follow. Yeah. Loves his like... Melbourne? No, um, Queensland. Queensland. Oh, sorry, he's a New South Wales lad. Yeah, yeah right. Trav. So, good fella. Um, hopes he goes really well, deserves everything he gets. I think he's worked really hard. Uh, Herbie, who's a friend of both of our podcasts yeah, too, and uh, we've yeah. all met him and we all know him and he's, he's a good fella from Bendigo. Um, you know, he's one of the best players in the world. He's just had a bit of an up and down year. He's won on the DP World Tour this year. He won in Japan in April. Um, good all-round player. Um, he's always been in the sort of top sort of echelon of putters on the PGA Tour. Um, he just needs to clean up some more his chipping and play around the greens. His percentages are quite low there this year, but he's definitely going to contend, I think. I'm bullish on him this year, actually, to be honest. And I love Herbie. I took him on in one of my one-hole challenges recently, and he hit this shot through the trees oh, that, that no yeah. one could see. Like, I'm like, oh, I've got him here. There's no gap. And he goes, no, there's a gap. And he put it greenside <laughs> on a par five on his second shot with like the oldest clubs I've ever seen. So, just on Herbie, like when we were over there yeah. for the the um the open last year, like we were, I think it was like day one or two, and we'd come over from Australia, and obviously we're there, and I was sort of like messaging him, and you know that day he's like playing in you know one of the biggest golf tournaments of his life, playing with Phil Mickelson, and like after the match, I look at my phone and I've got these messages from Lucas Herbert. I'm like, what the fuck, like. Is this actually him messaging me like while he's in the change rooms <laughs> with like Phil Mickelson? Yeah. He's just the most cool, calm, collected guy ever. And I was like, oh, mate, you know, if you have like five minutes, I'd love to just, you know, after the event, I'll come over. He goes, after? He's like, mate, just come over tonight. That's awesome. So <laughs> after that, hap- like I went to his house. He's getting like a massage from his masseuse in like St. Andrews the night before like the biggest game of his life he's like just yeah whatever man just slowly sit down do this podcast I'm like mate we're at the open I felt I was nervous like I felt like bad doing it did you tell him just go middle of the green middle fairway I did I said man just go middle of the green tomorrow like he did pretty well yeah he did he did did. he came top 20 I think I still remember sitting at the pub on the Sunday night yeah and then I think you were you posted a photo of you having beers out, and then he messaged you and he's like, "Do you want to come over for drinks?" Yeah, he's just like, "You want to come over <laughs> for drinks?" Like, yeah, it's okay, like, what a legend. This is weird, yeah, but yeah, um, no, nah, he's a, just such a cool like guy. If you haven't heard that chat, it's really interesting because in golf, like he has such an awesome mindset that I actually learn a lot from. In the fact, like, you know, he goes, "I don't want to be Tiger Woods. Like, I just want to travel the world. I want to make my cuts, go home back to Bendigo, and have fun with my mates." Like, mm-hmm. and it's such a cool 
way to look at it. Like, yeah. humbling. Happy yeah, with really top humbling. 20s. Yeah, doesn't need like to push it too far. Top 20s and, yeah. you know, look after my mates and do all these bits and pieces. Mate, he set cool. his life up, set his family up. Back to that, how, how cool and calm he is. He's back a week after he wins in Japan. He's messaging me saying, I've seen you can't win a one-hole challenge. I'm in Bendigo next week. My in-laws are up there. He goes, come up and I'll take you on. Yeah. We'll, go, we'll go to the pub for tea with me, mates. Yeah. Unbelievable. Like, yeah. He's, he's, he's such a legend. In the world. <laughs> Absolute joke. So, he's just, yeah, so I hope cool. he goes well and wish him all the best. Conor McKinney is uh, another great young man who is a 21-year-old from Perth. He's a Scottish-born Aussie. He moved over here when he was 12. An amazing amateur career. Um, qualified. So there's actually four ways you can qualify or, or four ways you can qualify for the British Open. Well, everyone over here calls it the British Open, but it's just the Open. So there's an exemption. Obviously, you're one of the top players in the world. There's the Open Qualifying Series, which makes it unbelievable. It's huge in the UK. So people can go to their local, they go to local qualifying. So they pretty much like go to the Geelong Golf Club and play their pre-qualifying and try and get through. Um, and they just keep playing until the, there's 156 players in the field so it's amazing like you can win your way in either by winning tournaments or you can yeah either qualify that way so um, he did that at in Scotland actually he was back in his home country with family and friends there watching him he played in a three man playoff to take one of the three spots at the qualifying so Connor's in for his first major turned pro just in November last year so um, definitely one we can see. We call him C-Mac too. So if you want to get around him, he's a good young kid. C-Mac. Good on him. C-Mac. I love his photo. I'm just looking at his photo now and he's basically a one-arm finish, seven-arm, which is quite cool. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a king. And, um, yeah, like he's been on my podcast a couple of times, uh, Connor. And Teed up. Nice guy. Yeah, uh-huh. make sure you get around it. Best first, golf right? podcast in the game. Uh, yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to an amateur by the name of Harrison Crow, and he's still an amateur. And the only reason he's an amateur is because he's qualified to play in this year's Masters. Yes. Um, and this year's open via winning the Oz Pacific Amateur last year. So if he had a turn professional before then, he would have lost his start in both events. So I want- still don't get this shit, man. Like, don't even try and explain it, but yeah. the whole amateur pro thing is just the weirdest thing ever. Yeah. So he, he actually won the New South Wales Open as an amateur last yeah. year as well. So, you know, he's been begging, probably waiting to, probably plan to turn pro at the end of last year, but then he won the, Oz, uh, the Asian Amateur and it's one of the biggest amateur tournaments in the world uh, represented Australia over there and run emphatically so yeah he's a very good player um, haven't seen him play very much to be honest but he's definitely one of the guys who's going to be there about in the years to come more importantly he's why I know him is he's the one that hit with uh, Eric random golf club yeah random golf club oh the club. shot over there yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah Eric Hennessy yeah hit, over, hit cool. over a shot and hit on the green at, off the concrete yeah, off the concrete we can, yeah, um, which is where I hit a lot of my shots from as well concrete so. shots yeah are concrete shots are really good, good. good. get them clear out of luck dude. yeah <laughs> Uh, we'll move to Adam Scott, who's Australia's one and only Masters winner. Middle name Derek, for mm, those who really? don't Desert. know. Yeah, Good big Derek. Uh, he's a specimen of a man. He's 42. He's been in pretty good form this year. Only missed one cut on the PGA Tour, and that was in the last major at the US Open. Um, so he had a bit of a unfortunate drop away there. And he had another unfortunate piece of history at the Open uh, in 2012. All we needed to do on the final hole was to birdie or par to go into the playoff. He had a six-hole lead, six-shot lead in going into the final day, but he bogeyed. He found a fairway bunker, and Ernie Els ended up winning. Okay. Um, so it was one of the great sort of letdowns. Of uh, Aussies have a lot of sort of mishaps in final rounds of major tournaments, and that's one of them. I didn't want to say joke, and I didn't. Uh, but he's, he's a beautiful iron player, and you know I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him climb on the leaderboard. Um, he's an absolute gentleman, so. Uh, it'll be cool to see him play as well. KO's got you covered for this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play. 
AFL. Here we go. Carlton versus Melbourne with no ad breaks during play. That is going to be an absolute banger. Last time these two uh, got together, well, not the last time, when I was there, I kicked three. Freo versus Swans, live with no ad breaks during play, exclusive in Victoria. And the Hawks versus Saints, live with no ad breaks during play, is going to be an absolute blockbuster. It's a must win for both of these teams. And don't forget the NBA playoffs. Gee whiz, they are going off at the moment. So many big games to mention, and they will be absolutely enthralling. Watch every game live with both Eastern and Western conferences live with ESPN on KO. There's absolutely plenty of room for everyone, so get on board with KO. Now also available on Hubble. He's probably one of the few guys, I think, in his mid-40s, late-40s, that'll probably win a major. Really? Uh, yeah. He's just got such a pure swing. Oh, mm. So handsome. Is, yeah. oh. What clubs does he use? Does anyone know? Well, he's got the mirrors, I mirrors, believe, which are made, which is stamped with the Adam Scott logo, oh, which are very nice. Yeah. I mean, they probably suit a major win, especially at the oh. Open. They suit any win. They're unbelievable, <laughs> those clubs. Like, I remember walking past his bag at the Aussie Open and just like, peering my head in and being like, geez, I'd love he, to just He was rolling bit. with a bit of a mixed bag there for a while too, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, we once he like, left, he left tightless yeah. and I think the Uniqlo deal sort of warranted him to go and do a bit of whatever he wanted equipment-wise. Yeah. yeah. I, I love the Uniqlo deal, by the way. Oh, sick. <laughs> Looks so good on him. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's, he's the only sort of guy I can pull that off. He's actually trialling, I think, the tailor-made mini burner at the moment as well. Really? really? He's got the mini driver. Yeah, I've got one of them <laughs> in the bag. Unbelievable. Finder if the fairway is on the other fairway, yeah. so um, but it's yeah, he's trying one of those, so that, that might be pulled out at, at Hoylake this week. Um, Jason Day, another ma- Aussie major winner, um, he's looking like he was storming back into form after his win mm. at the Byron Nelson just a couple of months ago now. Uh, he's only made one cut since, and that was at the Travelers a couple of weeks back, so don't know where he's at. He might be injured, um, you never know with J Day, but I thought he was storming back to form. Yeah. It's interesting because apparently he changed his irons post the win. So when he played in the previous major, he swapped to like the Tiger Woods blades, which maybe oh. so they look cool, but yeah, I mean, smart. he swapped the irons that he actually won <laughs> Sounds with. Sounds like something I'd do. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I'd get really confident. Yeah. Just, like, yeah, 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 just yeah. like, they look yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they're not even good. Yeah. Well, didn't he, one thing he said like a while ago, I think it was maybe before the tournament he won, he's like in a golf game and he's like, yeah, I won't win this. And I'm like, <laughs> Why would you say that going into a comp that you wouldn't win this? Like, he's like a really... Set the expectation yeah, way like, so you can yeah. exceed it. Do you even Under promise. Yeah. 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 I would say that before so every like, tournament. Hopefully he doesn't rock yeah. up with that yeah. sort of... Uh, Who was the guy in the Netflix show? Was it Darman? Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's like self-talk and narrative. Yeah, he's he's going to be legend. one of the best yeah, ever. He's like, I don't even know how to play golf. I don't even know why I'm out here. And then he finishes like eighth or wins the tournament. Someone has to be eighth in the world. Why not me? I love that. Yeah, he's definitely a good guy to watch. Dave Michaluzzi. Mick is a man on the rise. Um, he's, got a, he's got a massive fire burning in the belly too. I chatted to him just the other day. Has all the ability in the world. I've, I've played with him around PK before and you know he, he shoots eight under there regularly for fun. Wow. He's just a freak. Uh, won the Australian Order of Merit last season with three wins, six top ten finishes, which is just an absolute joke. So cool. Um, yeah, he's got a taste of major golf. Got a start at the PGA Championship just recently. So I think those butterflies and, you know, looking over and seeing Dustin Johnson on the putting green next to you and all that's gone now for him. He's been spending a lot of time with like Min Woo and all those guys overseas. Um, I think he's a big show. He finished tied 17th last week at the Made in Denmark on the DP World Tour. It's tied six going into the last day. So, you know, can can cut it at that level. Mm. Mick is a ripper. So yeah. I played a lot of junior golf with Mika. Um, like, phenomenal ability to go low. Like, his talent level was like, we had junior tournaments that he would shoot something like six, you know, six, seven, eight under par. And we're all, you know, I was pretty psyched to shoot five over. Yeah. And you go, like, yeah, we're a little bit apart on this yeah. one. That's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, I, I don't know him, but I've obviously seen a lot of the boys play with him. And, um, yeah, he looks like he hits a ball in a long way. 
unbelievable. Like some of the lines he takes on and his short yeah. game is something that I think is understated. He just holds putts, which you got to do. you got to respect yep. as well his story. I didn't really know what, you know, you explained it, I think, on another pod we did, but his road to get there was obviously difficult. But yep. um, yeah, I'm excited to see. It's one of those ones where you have to rock up. Golf's so much in the head, right? And like, can you imagine being him? Obviously, a gun, but they're going over there and, and rocking up next to those players. Like, you almost have to just go in here, like, nah, I'm, I'm just as good as these yeah. as these guys. Like, you have to have that. I'm meant to be here. Yeah, yeah. I'm meant to be yeah. here. Like, yeah, he certainly is. He's the same age as Scotty Scheffler, and they played a lot of amateur golf, a few tournaments against each other. And we spoke about that on the road to, on the Holy Lake series, and I'm doing right now. And he just said, you know what, I felt like I was confident, and yeah, I felt good. like I was good enough to be there. So it just takes one thing to like go your way. And yeah, just he, he could he could go out and shoot eight under day one and be leading the tournament. Like he's that good. So and Lynx Golf knows it well. I think it's the beautiful thing about golf is that when these guys qualify for one of these tournaments, they genuinely are a chance yeah. to finish in the top 10 or to give it a proper nudge. And there's probably not many sports like that where no. you can be the 250th ranked person and if it's your day, you can it's actually cause some damage. Yeah, mm. um, It's great. It's so exciting. Yeah, it's like a, like a local footballer, you know, going to play in the <laughs> AFL right. and kicking 10. Like, yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Could, yeah. could happen. Puma, he wears Puma and Callaway clubs. He's a Callaway man. Yeah. 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 He is. He's got a two old school two ball putter, which is. Oh, you know, I think TCB irons and his paradigm through the bag. So oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay, good yeah, to know. It's good yeah. stuff. I just love their what people are wearing. Yeah, Nick is a man. As you know. Now this is a guy we both know, and he's an absolute superstar. He's been on a Dylan Friends mini before. He's a playing man. Hayden Barron. We've got, <laughs> ten, we've got ten of them. The yes. big Baz. Walgreens legend. Oh, Walgreens you got to tick all of these off. Yeah. One of the nicest bikes in the golf world, and can seriously play. One of the one of the best guys ever. Like oh. this guy, Baz is just such a. Just a good man. Really John Walgreens good episode was amazing. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, with Future Golf, obviously, yeah. of course. Make sure you check that Future Golf series out on YouTube, by the way. Um, but yeah, we went down a freeway, took a pro to a local course, and yeah, it was <laughs> like we were there, and it was just impressive to see what this guy can do. He's so big. Who like, won? Oh, big boy. I was close. Um, but no, he he absolutely <laughs> smoked me. But um, yeah, so excited for him. Like it's obviously his first like. Big, big. Is it's his first, first major. Yeah, first um, major. Only been pro for just over 12 months. Yeah. Qualified for this Open. Um, you, you can put look at the footage on YouTube and whatnot. He's hold a putt from off the green on the 72nd hole at the Australian <laughs> Open to finish tied fourth for Eagle. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, on the Hoy Lake series is how with me. We talk through it. And I think we have to call him as well just to see if he answers. <laughs> Oh, he might be over there, though. What, will he? It'll be about yeah, 7 a.m. He says there. call failed, and it's 7 a.m. So yeah, let's, not call him. It's, <laughs> yeah, let's not call him. Yeah, it's 7 a.m. there now, mate. So we're um, getting ready for So, yeah, let's not Love call him. Love that move, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, solid. Yeah. Thank you. Good. Deal. Uh, <laughs> let's not call him. He's just about to get yeah, prepped for the biggest. Yeah, the biggest game of his life. Yeah, yeah, call Herbie. Hey, man, you can come on the podcast. Just give Herbie about Yeah, well, Herbie would. Herbie would. Herbie would. No, so yeah, Baz's first major, super calm, got over there super early. Um, he's played a bit of golf this week with Trav. They were playing a few few courses over there and I think they're on property today, which is the Friday before the Open. Um, I think they're out there playing having their first look at Liverpool today, which will be unbelievable for him. So stoked for him. Guy who was sort of impacted through COVID, um, mm. was going to turn pro back in 2019, pandemic hit. Didn't want to go work in the pro shop, so he actually went and worked with the greenskeeping staff and did a bit of work around the course <laughs> rather than um, – because for pro golf in Australia, there was no way to make cash. Um, yeah. So you had to sort of get back to work. So Baz has done that and, yeah, ground his way to, to where he is now. Um, unbelievable story. Yeah, so good, good on him. 
Yeah. If he wins that more Green's episode, it's going to go nuts. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've had him on twice. He's a two-timer on Taylor. Yeah, so yeah, we're all going for yeah, yeah, We're all invested in this maybe, one. Yeah. Maybe final Holly marks yeah. his ball with the more Green's marker. I'm off the top of my head as well, uses Cobra. Where's he's Puma? Cobra guy. Yeah. yeah. And he's got a two-iron made up just for this trip, which wow. he talked through. Well, he's so. got the more Green's... Um, Ball marker and divot tool as well. Never I gave know. him before he we went over. Never <laughs> I think he was asking for a bit of cash though. I think he wanted me to sponsor him. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> said no budget. Sorry. No budget. We're going to Dallas. You actually charged him for the divot tool and the ball marker. That's going to be nine dollars. Thanks, mate. Yeah. And the tenth and final Aussie playing this week is none other than Cameron Smith. Ah, Cameron. There to defend his title. Had a had a very understated year. Like he finished fourth at the U.S. Open this year. Tied ninth at the PGA. One last week on live, you know, good form, winning form's good form. You guys were there on the floor. Take it, take it away. Jeez. I think, I think the thing that sets him apart is creativity. Yeah, right. Like I was hearing somebody talk about Royal Liverpool, and it's a pretty hard track, you know. And they said that it's the guys like Tiger and Rory that have that additional level of creativity. Mm. I think Cam Smith's got that. So like him winning again would not be a surprise. Back to back, good form. Oh, like when we go back to what we oh, witnessed, mate, how ridiculous was that? We were sitting on the 17th. Literally, we, yeah, we, great move by you. We were, I think we were on like the ninth yeah. or something and we we're waiting in the stands and then we're like, fuck it, let's just go to the end. We're not going to get there. So we went up. We wanted to sit separately because yeah. it was just like so hard <laughs> One to at get a time up. to get in there. Yeah, we got up and we we're sitting at the 17th yeah. where the green is obviously, but then the 18th, you can see the tee off as well. And it was, I, I still put hands down, like probably the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, like yeah. just witnessing that, knowing what happened since. And I, for some reason, it's the coolest thing I've ever seen, but I can't remember. Did they, they came in first and then Rory was behind or yeah. was Rory first? He was first. So yeah. then he sort of missed left of yeah. the green and he had that ridiculous over, little part that he laid the up. bunker. <laughs> yeah, putted through the bunker. And I think many others have sort of missed that shot. It's gone in the pot and they've lost the tournament. And, and then he made that 10 footer. He made a putt from somewhere where. We watched every yep. group coming through, and no one made that. No part. one made it. No one. And, and then Rory it. comes in next. Yeah. Incredible shot onto the green. It's an amazing shot. Closer, yeah. and then misses the part. Misses the part. And it was just yeah. like, oh fuck, he's won it. Yeah. And um, then old mate, who was the other? Cameron. Cameron, Cameron Young. Cameron, Cameron Young, Young, like eagles it, and it's like yeah. all chaotic, and the sorry. crowd's all going for Rory. I think when when he hit that part. I reckon that it was, was only was, us three clapping in that stand. Yeah, like, we were going no for Cam and everyone's going for Rory. <laughs> yeah. And then Paul yeah. Hovland's just in the mix going, to <laughs> yeah, he's like, like, he's like can, we just, can we just stop this, please? Yeah. 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 But it was um, it was unbelievable. I think what is most really crazy about that chat, we were lucky enough to get Jonah Oliver on the podcast yeah. after we got back, and he's Cam's Miss Psych. So he travels the world with Cam. And, you know, I said to him, I was like, mate, like, what what do you teach someone like you know he's walking up to that hole he's walking up to that hole he's so cool calm collected like he's just in the moment and he went back and had that part I'm like how does he say so calm and Jonah's like mate Cam went to take a sip of his water bottle and nearly choked like he was really? that nervous but that he just spoke about that he just went back to like embracing the moment embracing the nerves remaining um you know, allowing that to be in there, even though he looked calm on the outside, he was just absolutely petrified on the inside. He just went back to routine, system, and you just go, wow, like... And especially after his third round too. Yeah. Like that could have, anyone could have been like, this is my week yeah. over after that third round. And the, the putts he missed, he burned the edges and he said yeah. that he's constantly burned edges the entire time. Well, that was it, wasn't it? Because we were, when we were there, he was like going to win. And yeah. then everyone goes, nah, he can't come back and win on like the last day. Like seven shots off or yeah. something. Yeah. And we're yeah. watching the leaderboard. He's not even really in consideration. Yeah, like, just, oh, well. As the day went on, he just kind of crept up a little yeah. bit. And... 
So yeah. that's it. That's what it shows. So oh. you don't have to be winning on day one. You just have to be yeah. have a good, you know. No, the great thing about Cam is he rarely has two bad days in a row. So mm. he's always in it up to his neck. Mm. Um, yeah, he just plays to win, which is what we Especially like. with the putter. They say he never has two bad days in a row with the putter, yeah. which, you know, clearly last round we just rolled the rock and hold everything. Yeah. No, it's Unbelievable. going to be crazy. Oh, so cool. Yeah, recent form is key there as well. So 16 mm. champions from the past 22 years. So 73% had won major tournaments in the season prior to winning the Open. So right. um, definitely there. And only one player who's been ranked number one in the world in the last since year 2000 has won it, and wow. that's Tiger Woods. So um, In yeah, fantasy, he was ranked number one that entire time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was, yeah. So um, he won it three times. But yeah, no one else. So it's a bit of a curse with poor Scotty Scheffler next week. He's not doing anything this year like he's not playing no he had surgery in April okay. on his ankle Tiger so he tried to get around the Masters and it was pretty sad to see yeah. um, it was struggling. a tough watch mm-hmm. yeah so um, no nah, Tiger won't be there this year I don't think he'll even go over mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. alright now onto the important stuff of this show mate. we've got through that you know segment um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the important the important part whose outfits are we most excited <laughs> to see out at the open who do you think is going to be the freshest kits so the question is in two-parted one is if you were a pro golfer and you had to wear someone's kits that are already out there mm. who would you pick and then on your weekday kit that you have at the moment who is your ultimate sponsorship by I'm a big big Tommy Fleetwood fan no, no, you know. couldn't pull it off mate I know you, you love could, him you could, I, no, I could I could I just need to grow a bit of a mullet out the back and get that going you're more and Scotty Scheffler you have Scotty Scheffler I'll have Fleetwood yeah alright I'll have Scheffler yeah. um, I'll have Scheffler I'll have anyone with Nike kids yeah, yeah, I'll you ask him a question yeah. then you're no, like no no no, 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 no he's not I'm a Fleetwood guy he you know like. I suppose you'd have a bit of a abbreviated swing so we'll go with that I'm happy to have Scotty's game and you know the way he just Nike kit for me um, mm. flawless top to bottom and I do love Clutch and Co as well but yeah. uh, if I could pick one greens. for life and more greens I love more greens and future and future and yeah. tee it up and yeah. Producey and Darcy yeah. and all those guys but you know yeah I think um, I, if I could go for the rest of my life top to toe Nike and I honestly think just Titleist because of Scotty Cameron's mm. yeah cool. you can have a mixed bag too by the way that's a part oh, of it well Taylor Made and Scotty Cameron okay there you go my, my favourite golfer actually isn't playing in the tournament. It's uh, Steph Curry. Mm. Big Steph fan. I think. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good golfer, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> like, I love, his, I love his fashion as well. I think he's got the coolest golf clothing and I generally align with that. Under Armour? Curry shoes. Yeah, he's Under Armour. So, shout out to Under Armour. But I'd be going, yeah, Steph and I think, yeah, in terms of clubs, tailor-made. Mm. That's who we're representing. So, we'll be out there with the Stealth 2 and the P790s. I oh, think. yeah. Yeah, like, you'd need the 90s. I have the 70s, yeah. so. You just don't hit it as sweet as me. No. Yeah. I need the forgiveness. Yeah. Shawnee? <laughs> Controversial of a Callaway man. So yeah. Callaway through the bag. That's, yeah. that, that might not change. Um, ironically as well, I was looking at someone like Keith Mitchell for his outfits. He's actually not playing oh. in the open, but no, he's no, a... Everyone now Googles big, who Keith Mitchell yeah, is right no, now. He's big a, visor man. Yeah, yeah. big, big yeah. visor man, but it's oh, the nice. it's the really clean yeah. Sid Mashburn. Um, but if I was leading on a day-to-day kit, which I do wear a lot, is a brand called Angus and Grace from Sydney. So it's a small brand run by a good friend of mine, Maddie. Um, really clean, sort of understated gear, but really nice. He makes everything in Australia as well, so it's not really trying to give yeah. a big plug, but um, no, no, I do wear that quite a lot. That's, that gets a big run at Metro, so uh, yeah. Uh, Angus and Grace is very, very cool. They do the golf daddy hats. I love. I, I love do. What a, they do. I do have a camo golf daddy hat. You do so have, yeah. That, that gets a run too. Sometimes I can't see your head. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, wow. 
just really makes the head disappear. Can we take that out, yeah. please? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just looking up it's Keith Mitchell at the moment. He's very cool. I reckon very we, cool, we yeah. should be... And a silky swing too. Yeah. Good point. Love that. I'm questioning mine now because obviously with Tommy Fleetwood, <laughs> he is... Um, no, like he is a great... I love that kit with the Nike stuff, but I think I'm actually, you know, with the whole more greens and looking to get into that space, I'm, I necessarily wouldn't want to maybe be aligned with a big brand anymore. I want to be more of that niche brand. Um, and in that, not that this has anything to do with it, but I think... I love, I don't know if it's Adam Scott, the sense that he's just handsome and looks good in anything, but I also do like that minimal look and his colorways. But also, I really like Keith Mitchell. So I think we should we should mood board that for a more green because yeah, we, we might think, be the next. Sid, I think Sid Keith Mitchell is going to be our yeah. real nice. like go to. Uh, I'm going to see Dill just thinking about how he's going to compete against golf fashion right now and yeah, watch a brand new golf brand. That's 100%. what's happening in live in this it podcast. Is in the, works. Uh, the one um, go for everyone. Yeah. Literally, the one <laughs> drop that I was saying to Sean yesterday. The one thing I really want to do. Um, and you know you say these things to achieve and you put it out in the universe but i want to bring back the, the greg norman shark straw hat yeah no, like I've got just, one. no you don't uh and <laughs> you don't have a more greens on yet so yeah, yeah, yeah. you've got to probably shoot one retro um, um, the only hat that matters yeah. the only hat that matters exactly so okay. greg norman really could be like, looking for a job soon too so you could just get him to come and help you exactly right design the hat. exactly Bullshit. right yeah. so um what's happened with is he not with living yeah, oh, they reckon he's been knifed essentially oh, just i think he's got enough coin to, um yeah so i sent you just put his nuts on the line and sort of i think got him to where they wanted to get to and they're sort of going thanks mate just catch up so copped every single punch oh. and then now the deal's being done it's like oh. lost friends someone has to be the sacrificial remarkable lamb. really yeah <laughs> like everything you would have gone through in that process oh, and if he's oh. truly just been you know closed door to him that that's that's insane we don't he, they couldn't have done that without him no. they couldn't have got to where they are without him they wouldn't have got the aussies to sign and things like oh that. look I, I, yeah. i'm sure he's been fairly remunerated as well let's oh, not yeah. feel too sorry I for him i think he's one. okay <laughs> no. um i think he'll be fine hey two questions for you boys before we finish up um q just on you i haven't had a chance to listen yet with the the new son but how was your podcast with ryan peak yes unbelievable story actually this one it's um this is i'm really yeah keen for this it's one of the best podcast like i know i did it but even listening back to it i was just still learning stuff like yeah. you know yeah. i hate listening to myself but great story ryan peak he's um was a childhood prodigy golfer used to rival cam smith in all the junior ranks um wa boy big fella um just went down a road where he was joined a bike club um at the ripe old age of 19 after turning pro just sort of fell out of love with golf um, found himself in a bit of mischief ended up doing seven years in prison um Richie Smith, who coaches Min Woo Lee, Hannah Green, and uh, Min Ji Lee, um, yep. you know, three of the best players in the world, um, was his junior coach and wrote a letter to him while he, was in, while he was in jail and said, like, when you get out, why don't you give golf another crack? I'll support you. We'll, we'll, we'll get you back going. Um, did what he needed to do. Left the bike club. Um, he's, he's now out, about two years out of, out of prison back playing golf playing tried for Q school didn't quite get there on the Aussie tour yet like seven years not swinging a club must be tough mm. actually got um when he was on day release he got a, he got out and won a tournament like a little <laughs> tournament that's uh, unbelievable which is amazing so Good um, yeah and he's won three pro-ams over the last sort of six weeks on the on the Western Australia swing wow. so like anyone I've talked to in the golf industry who remembers back then they're like 
he was just as good as anyone. Yeah. Like, you watch his swing now, he's phenomenal. There's a video of him with Ron Chopper, which recently was released on Ron's uh, on YouTube channel. Oh, so, Ron's, yeah, he's great as well. Yeah, so you can go and have a look at that. And yeah, phenomenal story. I was really proud of that one, actually. Um, happy to help wow. Becky get his story out. No, there. it's great, mate. Cool. Great by yeah, you. And, thanks um, for asking. That sounds like a movie. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, cool. But just also wow. like the contrast of <laughs> golf and, you know, unfortunately the path that he's gone there, but now to come back. And it's yeah. like such in a way without getting too deep it's like it's just such a good game for the mind and to be able to like it's you can never master it you chase it like it's just yeah it's exactly what anyone that's struggling in any capacity can find some solace in uh that sounded very wisdomous uh ali how are you my friend what's happened with future golf at the moment plenty of things going on have you got anything for us is is, there anything going on obviously the more greens uh affiliation there we've got the 30 percent off absolutely we're going to gear up for a pretty big open campaign and looking getting a few cool things happening there's a chance to win a limited edition tailor-made bag that the players will be using there's a chance to win a driver we've got 30 percent off on all memberships so that's going to be really cool any new courses yeah, we've had about 15 in the last few months wow. rocking in, so it's been really exciting. In Victoria? What have we had? You're really testing me Sorry, here now, aren't you? Sorry, I just don't know the um, what have we business, had? Work on your business, not in it. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. No, the, the lads are doing a great job. All credit to the boys. All credit to the team. Yeah, it's just some amazing features coming through the future golf ecosystem. But no, we've had some really exciting ones, especially in South Australia as well, like Tea Tree Gully have come on board. Yeah, fantastic. We've had a freeway golf course recently that's a new great course Nick. in Victoria. It's so cool with the yeah. bunkers there, with the, um, that was fun, with the wooden bunkers yeah. as well. Really exciting. We've got to get another golf day sorted too now, that especially with Sean so good. involved. We can really take it to the next level. Watch yep. this space on that. I think we want to – I don't know when we're going to do it, but we we will do another one very Absolutely. soon. Um, Absolutely. Make sure it's there. Uh, lastly, the app. Hmm. How's the app going? Mate, the app's flying. So it's been yeah. nearly – be close to a year now that we're coming up to or six months at least um lots of features being built i think one of the things when you do build an app is you realize how complex it is yeah and everything that you think you're going to release in a month's time or two months time ends up taking about five times longer but it's like building a house yeah it's like building a house double the price yeah. double the cost yeah. yeah you paint one wall and then the yeah. tiles fall through the bottom so <laughs> it's been an amazing experience but again you know we're just excited just to keep adding features for the australian golf industry and just to connect it and make it more accessible so yeah, yeah, it's so good. No, I've met so many people over while we're playing that um, we've been lucky enough to build this out. And, you know, if anyone out there listening, Future Golf is such a good top of funnel way to get into golf. There's no better way to get into golf, honestly. I don't just say that because Ali's here. Yeah. don't even like the bloke. but <laughs> You do like him. Sometimes. <laughs> it's a nice self-entry yeah, is what no, you're yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the best. The it best can thing. be daunting rocking up to a golf club with yeah. the members there looking down on you a little bit. Yeah. But if you can go play a Future event, I've played a couple now. It's great fun. Yeah, but I'm just being able to, like the big, thing as well is especially golf it's so uh it can be an expensive sport to play especially when you want to join oh, up yeah. at, a, at a club and this still allows you to be a member get a ja handicap but move around and still play different courses mm-hmm. and go around um anywhere in australia and meet new people and meet new friends yeah yeah community is massive mm-hmm. i think especially with golf like it's such mm-hmm. an awesome way to connect with people and that's what we kicked it off eight years ago is when i'd go out and play at my local club like i love the people that were twice my age but you sometimes struggle to relate and yeah. if you're sort of new to the game it can be quite intimidating so we're all about just trying to make it yeah open and accessible nice and easy yeah. all right well for those out there who haven't uh, heard of future golf memberships jump online futuregolf.com.au use more greens code 30 percent off and um, get out for a hit and we'll do some more events throughout the year but Q anything else to finish on this is your show mate I'm just no it's an absolute pleasure to be here with you guys again thanks for having us and yeah I think it's going to be a massive week for Australian golf you love a little flutter occasionally occasionally I don't know if the boys are but if you've got one out there for anyone that that, you know I'm I'm not a betting man myself I 
bet I bet on my love for my mum. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. That's a good bet. Yeah, thank hmm. you. Sense. I bet on myself. Yeah. <laughs> but do you have anything that you would be having a flutter on any like have you got a little tip to go with have you got anything and Darcy's very keen on it he's, yeah, he's already putting yeah, it on <laughs> I've done a little bit of, I've had a bit of a look obviously there's there's a tournament on right now which is Scottish Open which will sort of push me one way or another on a couple of these but I'll give you one and he's actually the favourite for the tournament, but it's Rory McIlroy. The stats really don't lie with him. Yeah, I, could have, um, I could have given that one, mate. No, well, <laughs> here's some stats on him, Deal. So he's the best ball striker in the world. He hits it so good. Recent history in majors. So we'll go from most recently, second at the US Open a couple of weeks back, seventh at the PGA, missed cut at the Masters this year. I think he was just mentally cooked and just over it with all the live stuff. Third at the Open Championship last year, tied fifth at last year's US Open, eighth at last year's PGA, and second in the Masters. Last time we played at this golf course in a major, he won it. Mm-hmm. Wire to wire, law of averages, competitor, new lease on life. I think that there's your value there. It's hard not to go with that. Do you want to do anyone? Do you- I, uh, I want to say John Rahm, big Rambo. Ooh. I'd like to see he's sort of been out of the mix of a few majors. He's too good not to have a crack, especially have a win in the British Open. So Rambo, I'd like to see Rambo Death, win. taxes and John Rahm being up there on a Sunday. 100%. <laughs> Ali, have you got anyone? I don't know if this is a bet or not, but I reckon there'll be two Aussies in the top four. Wow. So if that's a bet, oh, get on a good it. Two about ten mm. to be in the top four. Yeah, two in the top four. I like that. I hope that is the case. Well, you guys have nailed that. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure you check out Teed Up Podcast. If you're listening on Teed Up, make sure you check out this <laughs> podcast, the other one, uh, Ali. Check out Future Golf. Check out SD Workshop if you want any design work. I'm and um, Darcy's going to Europe next week as well. So, see Darcy. Dance and Darcy. Hey, you should go over to the. You'll be over there for it. Yeah, go to Liverpool. You might be over there. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, let's stop talking. Thanks for listening to another Producey podcast. If you enjoyed the show, that'd be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, subscribe, tap the bell, leave a review, or even share with one of your friends, or you could do them all. If you want to get in touch to share feedback, suggest a guest, or advertise with one of our podcasts, then email hello at producey.com. Thanks for tuning in. IllyXX. KO's got you covered for this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play. AFL, here we go. Carlton versus Melbourne with no ad breaks during play. That is going to be an absolute banger. Last time these two uh, got together, well, not the last time, when I was there, I kicked three. Freo versus Swans, live with no ad breaks during play, exclusive in Victoria. And the Hawks versus Saints, live with no ad breaks during play, is going to be an absolute blockbuster. It's a must win for both of these teams. And don't forget the NBA playoffs. Gee whiz, they are going off at the moment. So many big games to mention, and they will be absolutely enthralling. Watch every game live with both Eastern and Western conferences live with ESPN on KO. There's absolutely plenty of room for everyone, so get on board with KO. Now also available on Hubble.